Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Peace and Islam. I'm over to Alley Bay. This is Crystal City Council. Aboriginal Latin media. Today, we have Optimus Divinus, the Guinea-Dimensional Kid, trying to chase. And she's going to deal with the Bible really being about America and the West and not about so-called Achebulon and the East as it's been taught. But she's going to connect everything. But the emphasis here is that we were taught everything was in the East. She's going to take the same scriptures and directly connect them to the West in origin. So she's going to come on in about five minutes. And uh, what we're going to do is end off what we were talking about with the Negro slave trade and all the black people or the Negroes owning slaves here. Because she went in on that on the other show, uh, Authentic Media. The one right before the one we just did this Sunday, the one last Sunday she was on. So um, she may touch on that slightly also, but mostly we're going to be dealing with scriptures and how the scriptures are related to the Western Hemisphere and not dealing with the Eastern Hemisphere as as it's been taught. Dealing with the Messiah dealing with the Mandinka and how they were also involved with the Aztec here and much more. So we're going to let her go in on that and really, really deeply emphasize that you want to hear knowledge that you never heard before that's been hidden from you. Sure. We're about to get her up here. Sure. We really know we're ready. And uh show is being recorded right now. Alright. So we've been sitting back with this knowledge and we just did Negroes slave owners. And Mr. Queen went in deeply and revealed family members who had owned slaves and how the church and the preachers had not conveyed this to any other congregation. So we're going to have all this come back on another authentic media show. We're going to also feature Optimus Minister again, Janice Matilda, trying to teach on that. Peace to the queen. The queen's in the building. Can you hear me? Uh, hold on, I'm going to stop. Okay, can you hear me? We hear you loud and clear. Are you ready? 
Yes, I'm ready. Indeed. Right now, we're going to yield the floor, just like we said immediately, over to Optimistic Venice, Regina, Vanessa, Matilda, Tanya Trace. Tanya, can you please start the class? Shaquan. Okay, today I'm going to be talking about um, Amun, an Egyptian god, and I'm going to be going over why he's mentioned so many times in the Bible, but he's not mentioned as an Egyptian god. It's mentioned, Amun is, is mentioned as a term that means so be it. That is not correct. Amun was an actual person. It's, he, he wasn't a myth. He was an actual flesh and blood person. And I'm also going to be going over uh, some scriptures. So if you have your King James Version Bible, I want you to go along with me when I do um, get to reading the scriptures. But to get those who don't know Amen, um, a little bit familiar, um, I'm going to read uh, what Encyclopedia um, Britannica has um, regarding Amen. Okay, first, Amen has um, many different names. Like, for instance, Amun can be Amun, Amun. Okay, let me go over how it's spelled. Okay, for example, in the Bible, it's spelled A-M-E-N. It's also in the Bible, and it's spelled A-M-M-O-N. And you can also, his name is also spelled A-M-U-N and A-M-A-N-A. So, but it's still the same person. No matter how it's spelled, it's still the same person. And um, when you go to Encyclopedia Britannica and you look at his name, it says Amen, Egyptian God, you will see that it says Amen right there on the line where it says alternative titles. So you know right there that Amen does not mean so be it, just off of that right there. It says Amen or Amen, A-M-E-N, right in the alternate titles. Okay, now I'm going to um, read what it says. Okay, it says Amun, also spelled Amun, I mean Amun, Amun, or Amun. He's an Egyptian deity who was revered as king of the gods. Amun may have been originally one of the eight deities of the, of the Hermopolite creation myth. His cult reached Thebes, where he became the patron of the pharaohs by the by the reign of Men, Mentuhotep the first. He's dated two two thousand eight through nineteen fifty seven BCE. At that date, he was he was already identified with the sun god Ray of Heliopolis, of Heliopolis, and as Amen Ray, and as Amen Ray was received as a national god, represented in human form, sometimes with a ram's head or a ram. Amen Ray was worshipped as part of the Theban or the Theban triad, which included a goddess Mutz or Mutz and a youthful god Khans. His temple is at Karnak, was among the largest and wealthiest in the land from the New Kingdom, 1539 through 1075 BCE onward. Local forms of Amun were also worshipped at the Temple of Lexer on the east bank of Thebes and at Medinet Habu on the west bank. Amun name, Amun's name meant the hidden one, and his image was painted blue to denote invisibility. This attribute 
This attribute of, of invisibility led to a particular belief during the New Kingdom and the knowledge and impart and impart of Amen, making him a god for those who felt oppressed. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to go to the Bible, the King James Version. Okay. Let me see. Let me see what scripture I'm going to start with. Okay, to prove that he was a flesh and blood person, I'm going to first start with the scripture and do the Ron and do the Ronomy chapter two verse nineteen, and it reads: "And when thou comest nigh over against the children of Ammon, distress them not, nor meddle with them, for I will for I will not give thee the land of the children of Ammon any possession, because I have given it unto thee." the children of Lot for a possession. Okay, verse 20. There also was accounted a land of giants. Giants dwelt therein and in old time, and the Ammonites called them Zam, it looked like Zam Zemims. Okay, that's Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. So if Ammon was a myth or he wasn't a flesh and blood person, how did he have children? Okay, that's just one scripture. Now, hold on. Amen is mentioned over 63 times in the Bible. Okay, now here's another one from Revelations that is in the, the last book of the New Testament. I'm going to be reading Revelations. Um, Hold on. Revelations 7. I'm going to I'm going to read Revelation chapter seven, verse eleven through twelve. And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and hold on. Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might. Be our God forever and ever. Amen. Okay, now let me go to Revelations 3, Revelations Okay, Revelations 3:14. To the angel of the church and to the angel of the church and it looked like Laodicea, right? The Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, says this: I know your deeds that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish that you were cold nor hot. Okay, let me read a couple of more. 
Okay, Nehemiah chapter 5, verse 13. I also shook out the front of my garment and said, Thus may God shake out every man from his house and from his possessions who does, who does not fulfill this promise. Even thus may he be shaken out and emptied. And all and all the assembly said, and all the assembly said, Amen. And they praised the Lord. Then the people did according to his promise. Psalm 72, verse 19. And blessed be his glory name forever. And may the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Romans 9, verse 5. Who, whose are the fathers and from whom is the Christ according to the flesh? Who is over all? God bless forever. Amen. Romans chapter 11, verse 36. For for him and though him and to him are all things, to him be the glory forever. Amen. Romans chapter 16, verse 25 through 27. Now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery which have been kept secret for long ages past, but now is manifested, and by the scriptures of the prophets, according to the commandment of the eternal God, has been made known to all the nations, leading to obedience of faith to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ, be the glory forever. Amen. Galatians chapter 1, verse 3 through 5. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins so that he might rescue us from this present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to won't be the glory forevermore. Amen. Philippians chapter 4, verse 20. Now to our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. First Timothy chapter one verse seventeen. Now to the King, external and mortal and visible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews chapter tw- chapter thirteen verse twenty through twenty one. Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equipped you in every good thing to do his will working in us that which is pleasant in all his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. First Peter chapter 4, verse 11. Whoever speaks is to do as one who is speaking the utterance of God. Whoever serves, whoever serves is to do so as one who is serving by the strength which God supplies, so that in all things God so that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. First Peter chapter 5, verse 10 through 11. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace who called you to his external glory in Christ will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you to him be dominion forever and ever. Amen. And it's 
It's a lot more, but hold on. Indeed. Tonight, tonight, everybody, we're going to go into also what the Queen is going to reveal is how this Bible associates with the West in America. So just stay tuned because she has a lot to uh, reveal here. And we have to start, you know, from the beginning to get to the end. So um, I'm going to let her continue, let the Queen continue, but that's what's coming she has a lot of information that you never heard before. And with that, we're going to sit back and hear the four back to Queen Tanya. Okay. Now, when you read the King James Version, and uh, you have the book of Genesis, the first five books is uh, Genesis, uh, Deuteronomy. You have um, Genesis, Deuteronomy, Numbers. Um. Joshua, hold on, make sure I'm saying it right. You have Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and uh, Deuteronomy. Those are the first five books of the um, of the King James Version Bible. Those also. They also are the first five books of the Torah. Now, in Deuteronomy chapter, it's starting at chapter 2. Because that's, Deuteronomy is the book of the, the book of the law. But starting at chapter 2, after every law, they're saying, Amen. Let me go to it. Uh, I'm sorry, chapter 27, chapter 27, not chapter 2. Okay, chapter 27, starting at verse... Starting at verse 10. It's telling you everything that's cursed, and behind each one is saying amen. These are basically the curses of amen. Okay, hold on. For instance, chapter 27, verse, verse 16, it says, Cursed be he that setteth light by his father or his mother. And all the people shall say, Amen. But we say, Amen, but it's Amen. amen. Chapter 17. Cursed be, he that removeth his neighbor's landmark. And all the people shall say, Amen. Verse 18. Cursed be he that maketh the blind to wander out of the way. And all the people shall say, Amen. Verse 19. Cursed be he that perverteth the judgment of the stranger, fatherless and widow, and all the people shall and all the people shall say Amen. Verse twenty. Cursed be he that lie, that lieth with his father's wife, because he uncovered his father's skirt, and all the people shall say Amen. Basically, these are Amen's law. So when you're following these laws in the in um, Deuteronomy. 
You're, you're following Amon's law. And Amon was a flesh and blood person. So when you hear the Israelites say they don't like um, Africans, they don't like Egypt, they don't like Egyptians, their whole law is based off the off the law of Amon. And Am and Amon, when you look him up, you can see he was an Egyptian deity. But that's not. He was first a, a flesh and blood man. Then he got deified as a god. Okay, let me go to another scripture. Okay, let me go to Revelation. That's the last book of the New Testament. Revelation chapter 7, verse 11 through 12. Okay. Okay. Okay, Revelation chapter 27, verse 11 through 12. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshiped God. Verse 12, saying, Amen. Blessing, glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might, be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. So, and that verse is telling that Amen is their God. And I read in um, the scripture I just read about the Ammonites and the children of Amen. So, he was a flesh and blood uh, man. Then he got deified into a God. Okay, let me go to Nehemiah chapter 5, verse 13. Okay. Because the city comes so average, you got media. We going in. Okay, Nehemiah chapter five, verse verse thirteen. I also shook out the folds of my robe and said, "In this way, my." And this way may God shake out their house and possessions anyone who does not keep this promise. So may such a person be shaken out and emptied. At this the whole assembly said, Amen, and praised the Lord. And the people did as they had promised. Okay, let me go to another one. Let me go to Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 1 through 5. 
Once again, we're dealing with the Bible and how it associates with America and not the East as much. And also how our moon is a real person. Amen, is a real person. Give me a second. I had to go to it. Take your time. Take your time. This is very complex undoing what's been done in terms of the falsehood that has been portrayed to the public. So um, we're going into the knowledge that is hidden. And to extract it, we have to be very uh, particular in what we're doing and what she's doing because it has to be right and exact and precise. This Bible is not portrayed in the proper manner to the people who follow it. So we're here to show that today. And the people that teach the Bible know this, but they refuse to show this so that people have to keep coming back to them. And they'll never get a full understanding because they're still asking the minister what this means and what that means. And they should know what it means before they have to ask constantly over and over again. So when you finish here, you'll know what it means. You don't have to come back and ask. And it won't change when you come in. If you do come and ask, it won't, it won't change like the weather or according to who's telling you. Knowledge is power. This is going to go real deep today, especially when she gets around to Landuka and Masai and terms associated in the past only with the East, of them being in the West, along with this Bible. Sure. This is okay. very, very enlightening. We have the floor back to Tanya. Okay, Jeremiah, I'm going to have to go to chapter 28, verse 5 through 6. Then the prophet Jeremiah said unto the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and in the presence of all over the of all the people that stood in the house of the Lord. Verse 6, even the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen, the Lord, do so. The Lord performed thy words, which thou hast prophesied, to bring again the vessels of the Lord's house and all that is carried away captive from Babylon into 
this place. That's another scripture showing you that he's an actual person. And even Jeremiah, the prophet, is talking to Amen. Okay, I'm going to go back to, um, I don't know why it's not pulling up Jeremiah chapter 11. Once again, we encourage everyone listening to pull out your King James Version to go along with this. So that when you're finished, you no longer have to continue to ask. But you can now continue now continue with the knowledge of what you've been asking to convey that to someone else that's asking. And we have a complete under understanding as to what has been being conveyed as something else in the past. As we go down the line, you'll begin to hear, because we're leading up to Nancy Musa being the Christ. We're leading up to people who have been only associated with the East. Okay, let's go to Okay, let's go to Jeremiah chapter one verse two. To whom the to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. So right there, that's Ammon, king. Not so be it. Okay, let me read this one. Oh, mm-hmm. as many of you know. The Bible is a heliotext, and it's been switched from a lot of things. We're trying to put it back into its originality as best we can without the Latin version for what's in the English. Okay, Jeremiah, back to Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 1 through 5. Now, and this verse is talking about, uh, I'm just going to read it. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Hear the words of this covenant, and speak to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and say to them, Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, Cursed is the man who does not heed the words of this covenant, which I commanded your forefathers in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt from the iron furnace, saying, Listen to my voice. 
and do according to all which I command you. So you shall be my people, and I will be your God, in order to confirm the oath which I swore to your forefathers, to give them a land flowing with milk and honey. As it is this day, then I said, Amen, O Lord. Okay, Second Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18 through 20. But as God is faithful, our word to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you, who was preached among you by us, by me, and Silvanus and Timothy, was not yes and no, but is yes in him. For as many as us are the promises of God, in him they are yes. Therefore, also through him is our amen to the glory of God through us. Okay, let me go through the laws of amen that we today live by. <laughs> okay, Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 16. I might have said it before. I'm going to go over it again. Curse he... Cursed is he who dishonored his father or mother, and all the people shall say amen. Cursed is he who moves his neighbor's boundary mark, and all the people shall say amen. Um, Deuteronomy 27, verse 18. Cursed is he who, who misleads a blind person on the road, and all the people shall say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 19. Cursed is he who distorts the justice due Cursed is he who distorts the justice due do an alien, orphan, and widow, and all the people shall say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 20. Cursed is he who, li- who lives with his father's wife because he has uncovered his father's skirt, and all the people shall say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 21. Cursed is he who lies with any animal, and all the people shall say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 22. Cursed is he who lies with, with his sister, the daughter of his father or his mother, and all the people shall say amen. Deuteronomy chapter 27, verse 23. Cursed is he who lies with his mother-in-law, and all the people shall say amen. And you can just go on and on and on, but those are all the laws. Those are the laws of Moses. Well, those are the, yeah, they say Moses wrote the book of Deuteronomy. But those are Amen laws. So he was a follower of Amen, Moses. Okay. Okay, let me go back and look to look at something. Okay. Now, when I was um 
And I was reading through the Bible. And I read a couple of other books. And as I was going through it, and I was researching it, I found out that the Bible, starting at the book, the Bible is actually talking about the history where it actually happened in America. Here, in the, here, it actually started now. That see, it starts out at um, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico. Genesis started out at Mexico. And how do I know this? Because when you go to Genesis chapter four, verse seventeen, and it says, "And Cain knew his wife." And she conceived and bore Enoch, and he built a city, and he called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch, or Enoch land. Okay, Mexico has a city, and its name, matter of fact, is one of the largest um, cities in Mexico, and its name, um, T. Enoch Titlan. And when I looked it up, I automatically knew that was Enoch's land. But the only problem I had was the date of the Bible, it looks like it was dated between 5, the 5th and 6th um, century. Now, um, Tenochtitlan, that's in Mexico, that got built around 1325 A.D. So the dates were off. But when I looked up um, Tenochtitlan, I really looked at it and looked at the area. Tenochtitlan is actually um, ancient Memphis, which also ties back to Amun. So um, when you look at um, Tenochtitlan and you look at all the pyramids, let me go to it. You can see that it's built out in an actual, it's like, it's an island. Yes, yeah, an island. It has different um, pyramids. But also what helped me to discover this is when I read Horace Butler's book, when Roth Crowd. Let me go to, I'm going to read a little bit on on page page 92. The name of his book is When Rocks Cry Out by Horace Butler. And I strongly recommend that everybody pick up the book because it will help you be able to actually read through the Bible, to understand what you're reading, to understand where everything is taking place at. Okay, page 92 in Horace Butler books, When Rock Cries Out. Okay, he writes, Starting that, let me see where I want to start. I'm going to start at, he says, oh, he's quoting, the Aztecs wrote, the great city of Tenochtitlan was built on an island in the center of the Lake of the Moon. The indigenous design of the crocodile-shaped great lake, the Lake of the Moon, the man-made island, the great pyramids at Teo. Tiahuacan, 
or Huacan, the famed labyrinth and the great row of the gods. All these things endure long enough to show that Memphis and Heliopolis had existed in the Americas and Mexico. Okay, Spain demolished the island city of Teinochtitlan and drained most of the lakes around that island. Archaeologists are now uncovering the ancient ruins as the site that was Memphis. The pyramids buried beneath today's Mexico City are coming back into view. However, unless the world is successful in changing the bias against the pre-Columbian African presence, the ancient Egyptian artifacts being unearthed in Mexico may continue to be funneled secretly into the Museum of Egyptian Art at Mexico or into other Egyptian museums around the world with no acknowledgement that the Egyptian artifacts were discovered in Mexico. So, a lot of the artifacts... A lot of Egyptian artifacts have been discovered in Mexico, but nobody knows nothing about this. Completely oblivious to what's going on. So, when I read in the King James Version Bible in Genesis, I already know that that took place in Mexico. Now, another problem I had when I was reading was, okay, um was that also in Genesis, a flood came. So that land got flooded. It was underneath water. So I was reading from Genesis chapter 4, verse 17. So when I go over to Genesis chapter 6, when it's talking about the great flood of Noah, okay, so I know that um, Te'enoch took the land, um, it, had, it was sunken. It was sunken. So when I go to Genesis chapter 6, I'm trying to see where it, what happened to the people. Because I already see that that's, that's in Mexico. So let me see where they went after the flood. Now, when I go to Genesis chapter let me see. Genesis chapter 10, verse 25. This is after the flood. These are the descendants of Noah. And I'm not going to go through all his descendants' names, but I am going to go to chapter 20, 25. I mean, chapter 10, verse 25. Uh, names stuck out to me, and I'm going to read it. And as Eber were born two sons, the name of one was Pilak, for in his days, was the earth divided, and his brother's name was Joktan. Immediately when I saw Joktan, I thought Yucatan. So let me go to it. When you type in the Yucatan, When you type in Yucatan and you look into the etymology bracket, you get Yucatan or Joktan. It's spelled, okay, and the Bible has it spelled J-O-K-T-A-N. When you go to the Wikipedia and look in this little bracket right beside the word Yucatan, 
You get J-U-K-A-T-A-N. Jucatan. But it's the same thing. It's Jucatan. It's the same thing. So even after the flood, we're still talking about, we're still in America. I mean, well, that was Mexico. That's South America. Yeah, South America. And now, after the flood, we have Yachtan or Yucatan because the the name of the, the kids, whatever the name of your kids was, that was the name that was a tribute to the land. So that's the Yucatan. Genesis chapter 10, verse 25. Okay, and it's also his name comes up again, Genesis chapter 10, verse 29. But give me one more second, and then when you could once you know that that is happening on the um on the Yucatan, and then you go to Genesis chapter twelve, verse ten, Abraham goes to Egypt. You automatically know that everything is happening right here in the Americas. Okay, but let me go to something else. Let's go to, let me pull up a map of South America. Okay. Okay, let me get a better map. Okay, when you pull up the map of South America, you have, you have, okay, you have Venezuela, you have Colombia, you have Guyana, you have Suriname, you have Ecuador, you have Peru, the Amazonas, Brazil, you have Mato Grosso, which is really Negro land. Okay, but we're going to focus on one thing. We're going to focus on Guyana. When you break Guyana down and you take off the G and put a C, you have Sayana. And when you say it, it's, it, it's like it's Sayanai. You say Sayanai. It, instead of that G, you put a C. Okay, Guyana is spelled G-U-Y-A-N-A. And it says Guyana. But when you put a C on it and say C-U-Y-A-N-A, that's Sayanai or Sayanai. So right there is Sayanai. And Moses was on Mount Sayanai. So right in that area... It's a mountain. It's a mountain there. But the landmass is Sinai. But they have it G, Guyana, or Guyana. So that's still showing you that it's in South America. Let me 
ser ner här om vi ser Okay, hold on, it's something else. Okay. When you look at Brazil, you can get a really good map on where it says Sarah Sergi. It really depends what map you have. It's supposed to be saying Sarah Day. Sarah, hold on, make sure I'm pronouncing it right. Some maps will just say Sarah, Sarah, Sir, it looks like Sir Jeepa, or Sir, it probably say Sarah Del Rey, Egypt, but it yes. don't, well, not Sarah Del Egypt, but Sarah Del Rey. But some Sarah maps Jeepa. just have the, mm-hmm. We got, uh, it's called, um, it's just say Sarah Gipe Del Rey. Land of the Egyptian kings in Brazil. Right. But they keep switching the maps around, so. Indeed. And it just has. Mm-hmm. Well, very quick, I just wanted to clarify the Serebipe um, part. Yeah, that's still showing you that Egypt was right there, and it's still showing that's clear evidence right there. The cyanide is right there. See, when you're looking for it, this stuff is pretty much when me looking at it, when I read the King James Version Bible, once you see that the um, the Tainos eats your land and you break down the words and you look at that root word, like take off the prefix, take off the suffix, look at the root word, you normally can find the cities right in South America, uh, uh, Central America, with no problem. Some of them are a little harder because, you know, they didn't trick the word. But if you just change, like, one letter, maybe two, you'll you'll see it, and everything will just line up. But it's definitely happened from Genesis, the, the King James Version Bible is happening right here in the Americas. Let me do something else. We need y'all to absorb all this and continue to study because the scriptures are exact. So we understand that you may never have heard this before, but as you embark upon studying the scriptures and hearing the information, 
it will undermine your DNA to show and prove that what the queen is conveying here today to us is 360 degrees correct. Your local preachers, if they that do know, are not going to reveal this to you because it's not in their curriculum to do such. And then there's others that don't know who are going to be in for a surprise and will learn from you. Yes, you the listener will be teaching your minister about the Bible that he teaches you every Sunday that you ask him questions about. I ask her questions about. So it's up to you that read the Bible to fully understand it and study it so that there's no questions in your mind about what's being conveyed in terms of the overstanding, the full overstanding, not just a piece of the overstanding, or one one section of overstanding that the Bible brings forth. We have said before the class started, Queen will reveal things that you have never heard before. Take time to study and absorb the knowledge that is really your knowledge that's been hidden from That's what, okay. We are on our way from what's been conveyed already. The zone that we're in is we're in the West, we're in America, or what's called America now. And we're reading scriptures from the Bible that have to do with the West, that have to do with being here in America that previously was taught in a tortingly fashion that was, that was only from the East to line with uh, slavery and Christianity and taking people's land in the West and telling them that they're from the East only. So there's a purpose to this madness and this chaos that's been created. And today we will have order. We will have order from their chaos. Chaos on chaos will bring the order that we need for us to know who we are and where we all really come from even before our mother's womb. We are the floor back to time. But we will state life that this class would not be necessary if the people who was entrusted with the Bible was given all the knowledge of the Bible, not just the knowledge they needed to keep people filling up collection plates 
and keeping the church business going. So we're not here for that. And so this is for the followers because it is you who they fool to follow that you have to keep coming back and you don't need to come back when you know. If you have a lifetime supply of milk, you wouldn't have to buy from the store. So your lifetime knowledge has always been taken away from so that you need to go back to their store to buy more. That will be eliminated. And when we open up Crystal City, Console Averaging Latin Media, the first post was the law that we would eliminate. Okay, let me read some. All the lives of the East would die in Crystal City. We would have brought a clean time. Okay, let me read some more about um, T. Enoch um, Titterland. T. Enoch Titterland is located on an island near the western shore of Lake um, Texaco, or say Texacoco, in central Mexico. It was the capital city and religious center of the Aztec civilization. The traditional founding date of the city was 1345 CE, and it remained the most important Aztec, um, the Aztec, a center until its destruction at the hands of the conquering Spanish led by Hernan Cortes in 1521 CE, which led to the final collapse of the Aztec Empire. At the heart of the city was a large sacred um, present, oh no, precinct dominated by the huge pyramid known as the Temple Mayor, which honored the gods. Um, having a hard time pronouncing it. Look like Huitzalopoc. I'm going to spell it out. It's H-U-I-T-Z-I-L-O-P-O-C-H-T-L-I. And the god Tytalk or Tytalk. The site New Mexico continues to be excavated and has yielded some of the greatest treasures of Aztec art, such as the celebrated sunstone, as well as art objects that Aztec themselves collect from the other great civilization of Mesoamerica. Now, it says in mythology, but I don't believe it's to be mythology, so I'm just going to read it. In Aztec mythology, the founders of the city migrated from the legendary from the legendary Aslan Cave in the Northwest Desert, which evolved a protracted journey that eventually led to Lake Texi, Texicoco or Texico. During this migration, priests had carried a huge idol of the god Hazutla Pochi. Pocli, who whispered directions, gave the Mexica their names and promised great wealth and prosperity if he was suitably worshipped. 
Along the way, the Mexican settlement settled at different spots, none of which really suited their purpose. A divisive event of the migration was a rebellion incited by Copal, son of Hizutlo, I cannot pronounce his word. It's H U I T Z I L H U I T Z I L O P O C H T I L S. Help, Copal was killed. Okay, I'm not going to read them more. I'm just trying to get to the history of the city. Okay, although the city was destroyed and over the following centuries extensively rebuilt, the chroniclers of the 16th century CE fortunately recorded in great detail the buildings and works of art that had once made Tenochtitlan one of the greatest cities in Mesoamerica and with over 200,000 residents, certainly the most populous. These records and the extensive and continuing archaeology at the site mean that we know more about Tenochtitlan than any other city from the great Mesoamerican civilization. Okay. Okay, Teotihuacan covered, and at its greatest extent, some 12 to 14 kilometers, and was connected to the western shore of the lake and surrounding countryside by three causeways running north, east, and west, which included gaps transversed by removable bridges to allow boats to pass, and which could be taken down in case of an attack on the city. Something was never occurred until the Spanish arrived. There was also a stone aqueduct which brought fresh water to the city from the springs near the Chapoteca Hill. The lake provided an important source of food, but good agricultural land was scarce, and this fact would would necessitate reclaiming land from the lake and eventually military conquest to take land by force from neighboring states. The surrounding Chinampa, or floating gardens, mud rafts secured with willow trees, of their immediate neighbors were therefore seized and developed to meet the needs of the growing population in the city. The city itself was laid out in a grid pattern with many canals, permitting through the city. Besides the four main thoroughfares dissecting the city along the cardinal directions, most streets and cities were narrow, especially as there were no wheeled vehicles or beasts or burden, so that goods were transported by porters or small boats and canoes. The canals, along with many willow trees, flower gardens, and white plaster monuments gleaming in the sunlight, must have made for a picture city. Okay. Hold, hold on one second.
Okay, that's enough. I'm reading on um, Enoch's land. But if you look it up, it's, you can see that it sits out right in the ocean. It sits out all by itself. And then it has, um, it's an island all by itself. And then it has neighboring islands, na- neighboring smaller islands. And it's, So, the lands over here in America, all the holy lands were over here in America. Like, everything they're saying was um, in Africa. Over here, it basically was over here, but they'll make you look over in Africa over there. Now, over in Africa over there, they do have, um, you know, of course they have the pyramids over over there. But only in Mexico... Going on down, like, it starts at about Texas. I want to say Texas. I know, no, no, I'll say Central America. Coming all the way down through South America and all the way down, you will see all those pyramids on this side. And the double case, the double case pyramid is in Mexico. It's not, the, the double case pyramid is not over on the pyramids in Egypt, over in Africa, over there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anybody's listening? Uh, if I get cut off, don't hang up the phone. Uh, Tanya has the power of control of the recording, so as long as you hear her, Michelle's recording, and don't worry about me. Well, if you if your line gets cut off, just call right back in. It's not a problem. As long as the speaker, the class teacher, as long as you can hear her, then Michelle's recording. And you have the floor. But they damn cut us off so far since this started because they, it's some knowledge they don't want, want to convey. My call has dropped three times. However, the recording has not stopped and it won't stop. They cut my call three times. I've had to call back in three times and I'm the engineer. They just let you know how uh, important this information is that you're hearing today. We were the flow back to time. Okay, and let's see what else can I find? 
We want y'all to stay here until she's complete. And um, she has a lot more because the Bible's a big book and there's a lot of lies. So hold on because she's not near finished. It's just the lies are so old and so deeply entrenched that we got to take our time to endure, to let y'all absorb this in the proper manner. You're not going to miss anything. Queen is sterile. We all know that. And feel free, feel free after you've gotten this knowledge to question anyone before because you'll find that they don't know it or they're hiding it. But this is facts. We, it's not dealing with belief anymore. We're dealing with facts. And the queen has facts. Okay, let me go. Okay, I just want to say that I mean, um, this stuff like the Bible, a lot of people won't. Um, research the Bible. They won't even touch it. They like I'm not reading the Bible. It's a white man's book, but and or oh, it's about Christian. It's about Christianity, and really, it's not. The Bible is your actual um, history book. It's our actual history book of what's going on in the, in, in America, in the Americas. So you have to take your time. You have to read it. You cannot get frustrated and be like, I don't understand it. You have to. You have to make yourself understand it. You have to seek out knowledge. And if you don't understand it, you have to go, you have to basically start off small, scripture by scripture, line by line. Start breaking down the etymology of the words. Once you break down the etymology of the words, stuff will just slowly start coming to you. And when you got one thing, it's going to connect you to another thing. Indeed, indeed. Today is the 30th of March. I'm over to Rally Bay, and we're here with the teacher, is out with the most redeemed in this material, Johnny Chase. Okay, let me go in. back. Okay, let me go back to um, Revelation chapter 3, verse um, 14. 
Where it says Amen. Okay. Where it says Amen with the um, faithful and true witness. It says these things. And to the angel of the church of the Leo, 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 Leo Dicians or Leo Dicians, right? These things said, um, these things said, Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. When you go back to the very beginning, the creation, it takes, you go back to the book of Genesis. Um, Amen is also, it's Adam. It's the same, it's the same, um, it's the same person. It's like, it's basically a word game. So when you start breaking down, you decoding the words, you're like, oh, this is the same person. And you'll go around in a circle, in a circle, and in a circle, not knowing it's the same person. Okay. Let me go back to the scripture because as I was reading the scriptures, um, as I was reading the scriptures of Amen, some of those were Old Testament and some of those were New Testament um, scriptures. Because um, in Genesis, tell you not to land, that land had failed. Oh, it, it sunk. And then Noah, they all had to move. It was the great flood, and they all had to move. Hold on. Okay, Noah's sons. Okay. That's Joktan. That's the Yucatan. Oh, no. Okay. Now, Amen. Hold on.
Crystal City Console, Aboriginal Latin Media. We in the building. Trying to show what um, it first picks up in Genesis, like Genesis 19. Okay, Genesis chapter, 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 hold on, chapter 19, chapter 19, verse 38. And unto the younger, she also buried son and called his name Ben-Ami, Ben-Ami. The name is the father of the children of Ammon unto this day. So that also shows you again, Almond was a flesh and blood person because he has children. That's a, another um, scripture. And that's in Genesis, and that's after the flood. Genesis 19, verse 38. And that's spelled A-M-M-O-N. So anyway, you see, it's spelled like that. It's still Amen. A-M-E-N, A-M-U-N, A-T-U-M, M-A-T-U-M. It's the same person. But I know certain scriptures will not pull up unless you put it. You have to try all those different ways of spelling almond in order for it to come up, like if you're searching, researching the scriptures on the computer. So before the flood, let's see. Let's see something. Genesis two. I mean, that also means that the Garden of Eden and everything is was right here in the Americas. Whether y'all are a Christian, y'all been lied to and was sort of was in Iraq. And it was even used in the war of Iraq, in the war in Iraq as being the Garden of Eden. So that all that was fake. 
And this is the real allergy before the read. Iraq, though, okay. getting deeper. Iraq is the same as Iroquois. So later, as we get into the empires being in the east and the west, uh, they took the Bible and put it all the way in the east. Really, it came from the uh, empire in the west, as we find out now. Okay, I'm going to go to something else, too. Okay, let me, let me go this far. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Queen. Go ahead, Queen. Okay, let me go to um uh Jerusalem. Okay. Now Jerusalem, they can't find Jerusalem. It's not over where they said it was. And I didn't know that. I was like, what? Until I read um Horace Butler's book, but. When you go to church every Sunday, they don't. They've never said they cannot find Jerusalem, and this um, was back in nineteen in an issue of the Biblical Archaeology Review. And let's see what let me read what it says. The history of Jerusalem is going to have to be rewritten as we gradually assimilate the archaeological record. We are finding more and more evidence that calls into question long-held assumptions about the city's past. This is especially true of the three periods I will discuss. The history of these periods is particularly sensitive in that it ultimately involves the, the, the historicity of the glorious reigns of David and Solomon, at least, according to the Bible and the existence of the united monarchy of Israel. So they know that it's not what they said it was over there. Indeed. But I bet nobody to go to church don't know that. 
and they haven't came on TV, national TV, and said, I haven't even seen on any history channel where they said, we don't know where Jerusalem is at. I have, And that was back in 1998. And this is 2015. So they know that the holy cities is not, it's not over in Israel over there. Now, I'm going to tell you where it is at. Jerusalem is actually in South America as well. Jerusalem is really, if you take the J, put the H, is Jerusalem or Haru or Jerusalem. But it's in, or you put the P, it's going it's Jerusalem, but it's in Peru. That's where Jerusalem is. Let me go to it. It's just it's just amazing how much stuff um is actually going on, like how much stuff is actually um coming out but the regular day to day person or the regular Christian person that goes to church has no clue what is going on at all. Indeed. Yep, it's in Peru. There's actually a lot of stuff in Peru. But if you pull up the map of Peru and start looking at the cities, you can start breaking down uh, the cities, and you can actually find these cities. Um, uh, some of them you can find in the Bible. Some of them you have to... Um, Look at uh, ancient um, Egypt's records, and you can find the stuff. But Jerusalem is in Peru. And that's a fact. Yeah, that's a fact. Because <laughs> they already came on the record and said, these are archaeologists, said, it's not over there. It's not over. Uh, they said it was uh, Jerusalem was over in Israel. They already came in 1998. They said it's not here. We have to rewrite history. Then my question is why they have everybody in church thinking that the Holy Lands are across the water over there when the whole time it's in South America and Peru. And also, um, South America, I posted a video to my Facebook, and in the video, 
Um, I forgot the lady's name. But anyway, she was on the Oprah show, and she basically was showing how the maps are not accurate and how South America is actually nine times larger than Greenland. So South America is not being accurately depicted on the maps. It's showing much smaller. It went, you, now I think nine times, because I thought it was like only two times bigger than Greenland, but it's actually nine times. So um, South America, that would make South America bigger than um, bigger than Africa, nine times the size of Greenland. It would be bigger than Africa. And the um, majority of people that live in South America are people of color, are melanated people. But on a map, it shows it so much smaller than what it actually is. Indeed, and also on that map, it showed that the countries with the melanated people in it are made to be so much smaller, and the countries that are the non-melanated people, to give the false appearance that the majority are the people, are the last people that were raised on the earth. And this is when Oprah used to kick consciousness when she first began. Okay, let me, it was something else I wanted to bring up about Negro land. I want to bring that up while I'm thinking about it. And how they changed the name. Hold on. Negro land. Hold on. Let me type this in. It's called Rio Negro. Okay, Rio Negro, that's um called on some maps that don't even show anymore. It's called Mato Grosso. But it's Negro land. So land of the Negroes. And they'll they just start like basically started renaming stuff. Like the Amazon it's not hold on. 
before it was Amazon, it was called, hold on, Amazonist. Oh, yeah, Rio Negro. That was the name of, let me read, the Amazon. But that has, that name has a lot of different, it's a lot of stuff named Rio Negro down in South America. You got Negro River in Brazil. You got the Amazon being called the Negro River. Oh, another thing I wanted to say about getting back on Amun. Um, a lot of the Egyptian kings had Amun right in their name. You had like you had um Amun had the first, second, third, and fourth. He had Amun in his name. Then you have um Tuk Tuk Amun. Am I saying it right? The boy king. He had Amun in his name. So. If Amun was not a flesh and blood person, why do the Egyptian kings have Amun in their name? And even to this day, Amun is being worshipped all across the world still. Um, but Amun was never supposed to be worshipped as the creator. Amun was a flesh and blood man. So when you say Amun at the end of your prayers, you're praying to a flesh and blood man, a flesh and blood black man, because he was a man of I don't want to say black, but he was a man of color. So you are praying to you are praying to a man of color, but he's still a man. He's not the creator. He didn't make the sun and the stars and the moon. So when you die, your soul is gonna to go to Amen. It's gonna to go to him. It's not gonna to go to the um to the creator. And that's another thing I don't like about. I mean, that's terrible. Because Christianity 
they'll tell you, oh, we only go by, um, we only go by, uh, depends what church you go to, we only go by the New Testament. Some of the churches only go by New Testament. So they'll say, well, we don't go by the Old Testament. But Almond is still, he, those, the Ten Commandments, that comes from Almond. So even though you say, well, we don't, you know, we, the Old Testament is old, you're still worshiping Almond. You're still going by Almond's laws. And, I mean, it's, I mean, it really doesn't, it's a whole big scam. The church is like a scam. And for you to have to sit there, I remember going to church, I would have to sit there hours upon hours to learn the same stories over and over and over again. And this Bible is pretty big. And they didn't teach us nothing about no history. It was us in the Bible. I mean, they mostly taught some blacks a lot of, well, I didn't ever really get the story of Ham being cursed. I heard of that, but that didn't really get pushed on me. But some churches do teach that. The dark races, you come from Ham, it's a curse upon you, that's why you wasn't slavery, that's why all those bad things happen, because to have black skin or dark skin is a curse. That in itself is a total lie. A total lie. But, um, yeah, Armin, he was a flesh and blood man. He's not the um, the creator. And um, I don't know, the pastors, it's like, I mean, I'm still in shock. I can't believe how people can be so greedy, so mean, to sit up there and have a congregation full of people, and a lot of pastors know this truth and just will just lie Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, and even Bible study. Just sit up there and just lie to people, knowing that their soul is at is at their mercy, and then. I mean, church goes. They pay They they pay the um, pastors. They finance the church. The church is a business. People will need help. They're reaching out to the church for help and for guidance and for um, remission of their sins. I mean, forgiveness of their sins and that being totally scammed. And they know that people don't have the time to research this history. So what do they do? They capitalize off your lack of knowledge. So, I mean, it does. It's, it's just, it's just totally. It's betrayal. It's deception. It's theft. And <laughs> I don't know what else to say. But um, um, that's pretty much it for me um, right now. Um, Noble uh, Turk Ali Bay, you had something you want to say? Yeah, um, we need to know uh, some of the other knowledge with the uh, Mandinka and the Maasai and the okay, other clothes okay. that you have. You said, you said what else? Well, you are, but you conveyed to me. Okay, hold on, let me read it. On the, uh, when we were building, and you had the Maasai, you also had the Lynche. Okay. About that. Okay, hold on. Let me go to it. You wanted to know about um, 
You want to know about uh, uh, the Aztecs? Oh, the Aztecs. The Aztecs were uh, from West Africa. They were from Mali. They're from Mali. Um, In 1325 A.D., that's when Mali had came over. That ties in back into Mansa Musa. And a lot of people say with Mansa Musa, uh, he didn't come to the Americas. Because um, to say that would, would mean, well, if he came here, he stayed here, he had to have some descendants who are still alive living today who don't know their descendants of Mansa Musa. But definitely his brother, I believe he came here. And his, his brother definitely came here. In 1325 A.D., and they built Tinoch, um, Tinoch, That's the land they built. But before it was that, that it was ancient um, Memphis. Before it was uh, um, Tinoch, um, hold on, Tinoch, Chitlan. Yeah. Yeah. They came and they built that city on top of Memphis in 1325 A.D. Master Moose's brother is um his name is hold on because they be switching around the names. Okay, he's known as uh hold on a minute. Is it all I'm hold on. Okay, okay, his name is that and everything else about in the in the Bible scriptures that go with that. Okay. His name is um Abu. Uh, another thing, hold on, let me say this. Okay, a Mardi King named Abu Abu Bakari. That's how you pronounce his name. Say that again. It's Abu. It's um Massa Musa's brother, Abu Bakari. Am I pronouncing Abu, that right? Is it A B U? Yeah, A B U B A K A R I. Yeah, Abu Bakari. Now Abu in Arabic for everybody. She would mean father, Father Bakari. Starts to sound like a Christian mom. Uh, no. But yes, Father Bakari, yes. Okay. Now, they came over here, and that's, that's who built, like I said, Te'inosh Chitlan. So that's the Aztecs right there. They're not really Aztecs, they're West African and um, from Mali. That's where you're going to um, Malinchi. You can see Mali right in her name. Let me go. The question that they're going to have have is, uh, as they lied about this, that this woman was able to teach people West African that are not going to Africa, that came to South America, that she's teaching West African and Aztec to Cortez. So we know the lie with her, how she's betrayed. So that's what we're trying to connect at, at least in the Bible, so we can show and prove that her betrayal and her depiction was totally false as a as a as a very pale skinned pony nosed woman. No, she was she was um hold on. Okay, the Bible doesn't talk no the Bible has Molly but I didn't I didn't have like that. It is in there, hold on. Let me see. But let me go. The first colony. Hold on. Let me see something. Because a lot about Mali is actually in um, it's in Islam. It's in the Quran. Hold on. Right. 
Okay, her name was also, they renamed her Donna Marina. She also was called um, La Malinche. But, okay. No, I'm sorry, she was, yeah, she was, uh, yeah, Mandinka. Okay. Okay, now, now that you bring up Molly, okay, Molly has a city named, it's a city in Mexico called Molly, Molly Noka. And you can see Molly is right on the beginning of that name. Okay, let me read a little bit about it, because this is going to go into that. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Molly Noka, let me see what Wikipedia got on here. Molly Noka is a town, okay, it's in Mexico, okay, now. Okay, it says Molly Coca has also been associated with magic or sorcery due to the legend that it was home, that it was the home, the goddess, Mali. Mali Nazachel. It's spelled, this is a goddess, M-A-L-I-N-A-L-X-O-C-H-I-L. Where according to legend, an image of a black Christ miraculously appeared in a cave that was devoted devoted to the god Oxetotl and the second most visited shrine in Mexico. And the basilica. Okay. Now getting on um Mali Mali Nalco, that's a town in Mexico City. But the Basilica of Our Lady of Guadalupe Guadalupe every year in Mexico they have a ceremony that they do to honor the black Christ. Hold on, let me see something. If I can go to the actual video. Yeah, they have a ceremony they do every year down in Mexico to honor the Black Christ.
lady of Yeah, wow, that's a goddess. I didn't even look I didn't even see that at first. Let me go to her. But if you go into the records, let me see. When you look at the two, um, hold on. Yeah, you have to look at West um West African um records, but you also can um read um Dr. Alvin Van Sterdeman. He talks about the two um voyages. Them they talked about them leaving and getting to ships and coming across the sea and never returning from Mali. Okay. Is the Maasai people from is the Maasai people from Mali too? Yeah, hold on, let me pull it up. Okay, we have here just to remind you, Maasai people. This is this is from Tanya's from Tanya's notes, everybody. The Maasai people are in the King James Version Bible. One Chronicles. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Let me go 12. to that. Let me go okay. to that. I'm glad you bring right. that back up. Okay, I'm going right here. You're going to tell us about Yak Chilling Mental. Okay. It teaches about the Messiah people on the Stellates in America. Mental 25 in the Okay, Greek let me go to it. It's in First Chronicles chapter 9, verse 12. Let me go to it. Dealing with the Messiah of East Africa and America. She also has something on Honduras, Abraham in the Bible, you are. Oh, let me know. Take your time, Queen. Take your time. You know, I, you know, I, I, I recorded everything you were telling me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. And also Pandora. Okay, fine. How that fund is. It's so much. We're going to get to this. I want y'all to know that it's going to be thorough. 
So we have to make sure it's placed right because the queen has a lot of knowledge with this. It has been hidden. Yeah, you really have to go. Okay, I got it right here. Okay, um, Chronicles chapter 9, verse 12. And Adiah, the son of Jeroham, and the son of Pashur, the son of Malkajah, and Messiah, the son of Adel, the son of Jazerah, the son of Meshalam, the son of Meshilamith, the son of Emmer. So it's right there. You have Messiah, M-A-A-S-I-M-A-A-S-I-A-I. It's right there, Chronicles chapter 9, verse 12. This goes so deep. We have uh, South America absolutely begins in the book of Genesis 4, 17. And came to his wife, and she conceived, and bare Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city of the name of his son, which is Tenochtitlan. Okay, and even then, when I'm looking at First uh, Chronicles chapter nine, verse fifteen, and um, uh, pronounce Ma- Master Moose's brother name again. Abu Bakari. Abu Bakari. Say the Bakari again. Bakari. Okay, because when I look at First Chronicles chapter nine verse fifteen, it's saying in Bak Bak Bakar Bak no B A K B A K K A R. Oh, okay, and and uh, the other name it was using was Abu Bakar. Oh, okay. That's another that's another title they use, Abu Bakar. But it's uh, no no vowels in uh I think Arabic they don't use vowels so you just see well, there's a vowel there but they just uh, say Bakar yeah but they don't have like K R okay because they Cause got like in, in, uh, in also in the Masonic book mm-hmm. there's no there's no vowels even though it'll okay. be in English it'll be in English but to read it you got to know you know the word. This without the vowels. Okay, yeah, that's in First Chronicles chapter nine, verse fifteen. Yep, that showed the messy, the um, the master people. Yes. Okay. Let me read. Let me read a little bit about them so people could know who exactly. Who are we talking about? And what they um look like. And a lot of people say, Oh, the Bible, it's not real. Everybody in there is fake. <laughs> yeah, also we was interested you you made another point also that was very deep dealing with the bathroom and dealing with the cocaine. And how cocaine okay. is only grown in America. You have, you have many, many points here because I have it in the notes. So okay, I'm, I'm going to say that. I remind you. Okay, hold on, let me say it. 
M A S I A. Computer moving kind of slow. But the the Masa people, they're from, okay, or the Masa, M A A S A I. Yes. And then you have it. You have that in the Chronicles too, in the Bible also. It was just spelled a little bit different. Oh, yeah, okay, the mass of people. They're from yeah. southern Kenya and northern. Tanzania, Tanzania. Indeed, and uh, Tanzania used to be uh, Tanganyika. We changed it to Tanzania. We were thinking about the Messiah. Yeah. Yeah. The Messiah warriors. Yes. Mm -hmm. You had that. You had that in the scriptures also, right? Hold on, hold on. Say that again. You had the Messiah uh-huh. in the scriptures also. Yeah, that's why I just read. Mm. That that was First Chronicles. It was saying, um, the son. It was given. It was saying Adala, the son of Jeraham, yes. and son of Peshur, and son of Malk and Messiah. You're right, my, my, it's called Makija. Okay. Makija and Messiah. Yes. Okay, you familiar Markeja. with that name? Yeah, I have I have the son of son of Pashur. Well Oh, you reading the Bible? No, I read well, not the whole Bible, I got your notes. KJ okay. Bible, First Chronicles, nine, yeah. twelve, twelve. Okay, you read okay. The son okay, of Jeroham, yeah. look like Jeroham, the son of mm-hmm. Pashur. The mm-hmm. son of Makilija and Messiah, the son of Adil, the son mm-hmm. of Jazira, the son of Meshulam, the son of Meshulamit, and the son of Emma, 13, mm-hmm. and their relatives, heads of their father's household, 1,760 very able men for the work of the service of the house of God. Mm-hmm. And then you see chapter yeah. 15? And back is back back car or big big car. So next one we got. Next one we got is the Messiah traditions. They know something of this with Amen's name. Then you go into Sunday or Dominga. Amen, mm-hmm. the first Inca Inca. Then those Messiah called Inca Inca were joined mm-hmm. with the warriors of the rest. Africa, they been, became known as the Mandinka. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly right. Cause I got my notes, but I was trying to get the information so fast. I just um, take your time. I'm here with you. Take your time. I just want you to build and confirm, you know, for the people, you know, what we have here. Um, because there's a lot, and I know there's a lot more coming. Because you're, you're breaking codes 
every day. So, the document, knowledge okay. is going also. Okay, let me go to that. Because that really proves a lot about the East being not right and exact when you have a plant right. that you can't get in the East that at that time only grew in the West. Well, they already admitted that they found cocaine in the mummies. So that already, that already um, showed that here. They admitted to that. Yes. But speaking on the Baphomet. I was with I was on the post with mm-hmm. Master Not with Master Naba when they were doing that back then before. But mm-hmm. even in that post that day, it was there what you're saying, but they we did not go into and it's crazy, on that post we was if you go to that post in the comments and after we was talking about Mexico and the Olmec and all of that. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really mentioned that this Egypt was over here. In the, uh, Even though Massanaba had done cocaine and mummies, at that time it wasn't established that Egypt was in the West, you know? Mm-hmm. So we was talking about both, but it really wasn't totally connected like we're doing it here today. So now that post is even more intriguing because the Egypt to Master Nava was talking because Master Nava was a doggone priest. So, you know, he was talking about the East, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Or, or the people that was on the post were under the impression that he was just, we were talking only about the East until we got into something about the Olmec, and then we, they had said that the Olmec wasn't us, so we started going in on that. And um, and he wasn't in the conversation no more. He had, he had done the post itself, but the comments led into Mexico. So this is very interesting that it's, that it's still all ties together. And when we were talking about cocaine and mummies, that in reality we were talking about Feta Gita del Rey because mm-hmm. we were using the word using the word Egypt, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And if we were using the word Kenneth, we would have been talking about the East. So Master Naba, he transitioned since then that post is famous, and um, you are, are doing the, the, the elevation of bringing a whole new light upon this, or bringing this to the table as a fact that after we're finished, it's not in a belief in secure mode anymore. Okay, now you said um, about okay about the Baphomet. Oh, also, it's known as the goat of the Mendes, the Mendy people again. You see, and they said right in the name. But, and if you also, you put an A in front of Mendy's, you put an A, you still have Almond right there. And when you see, um, uh, like, pictures and stuff of Moses, Moses, sometimes he has on, like, a, he, he has on a ram's uh, horns. That's just showing you that he worshiped Almond. The ram's horn, or you could say the Baphomet, but... It's the same it's the same thing. Now, when you look at the picture of the Baphomet, depending on what kind of which one you have, but if you get the one and you see at the top of his crown, that's the coca plant at the top of his crown. At the very the very top. It it looks like a sun, but that's a plant. 
That's the coca plant at the top. And then when you see he's holding his hand, one hand up, one hand down, that's Upper Egypt and Lower Egypt. And then you can tell the name he go by. One of his names are Moon. He's pointing to the moon. And then he's also pointing down to the moon. And the star, okay. The star on his head represents the star of David. Did you have upper and lower? Did you have upper and lower Egypt as now being North and South America? Uh, yeah, I had to scramble through my notes to find it. But that's basically what it is because when you look at the um ancient uh, Egypt's records and you look at the 18th dynasty, it'll say right in it like everybody keeps saying that America we get the name from America's Vespucci. That's just not true. We you know we don't. We got Amun named this land. He named it Tamari, the beloved land. You have North Tamari and South Tamari. So you're going to North Tamari. You said Tamari, right? Uh huh. Because that's what they called, uh, you know, when, when, in Georgia, when Dr. York got his land in the Rockies, that's what they called it Tamari, right? Yeah, I say Tamari, but I say Tamari, but it's the same thing. Indeed, indeed. And then you have North, you know, North Tamari, and you have South Tamari, North America and South America. And when you look at ancient Egypt's records, you can clearly see the almond named the land Tamari. That's Amari. That's America. If that's instead of America, you have the cuff when it's really a tuh, and it's at the end instead of the beginning. But the Baphomet is um the Baphomet is almond. And when you see the celebrities and they show up, you know, the Baphomet or the ghost sign, they're saying, hey, we're worshiping almond. That's basically what they're saying. Because a lot of people say, well, that's Illuminati, Illuminati, Illuminati. And that's almond. They're worshiping, they're going by, much as they say, a lot of celebrities say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Christian, I'm an atheist. When you see them throwing up that ghost sign, that is almond. That's the goat of Mendes or the goat of Pan. That's where you get like uh, Panama and Copan. All that is names and islands in Central Central America and Mexico. Anytime you see a pan on something, that is pan. You know, the pan that failed. Mm. That they'll say, oh, that we don't know that really happened. That they'll throw a prefix in front of it or a suffix uh, behind it so it'll throw you off. So when you see that celebrities and they'll say, well, I'm not, you know, I'm atheist. So when put your hand down, why you got the go sign? Because that's automatically telling me you worship an almond. So when you see them, like a lot of people that see celebrities on TV, they get scared. They be like, oh, my goodness, this person is Illuminati. You know, oh, my God, this devil worshiping. It's not necessarily, I'm not saying that they don't do devil worship, but it's not, some of them do that blindly. I think, to be honest, I think they they are some type of secret organization. They've been told to do that, to make some of them to make more money. But, I mean, you, you're not supposed to worship Armin because he is a man. He's not the creator. But some of them do it, and they know exactly what they're doing, and some of them just do it because that's what they're told to do. And even when you look at a lot of music videos, like um, when I looked at, 
uh, Two Chain did a video. Uh, him and Young, well, it was Young G's video, and they were saying the name of the song was R.I.P. And I said, now why they got um, they had uh, what they had something with Egypt in the background. Was it, was it Zarathustra they had in the background? No, no, I know what they had. They had uh, uh is it my art? Is the bird with the long wings? That's my art. That's her symbol. A bird, no, with her. A bird with the long wings. Huh? Yeah, it's like a bird with stressed out wings. I seen it before as one like one of um I know it's Egyptian. But when I watch hey, that's, that's a that's a that's a mean. Um a bird with a stressed out wings also is um or set. Okay, because they show had it in a video and everybody's dancing around. I'm paying attention, and I see a lot of um, Egyptian deities in the video, and that was one of them. And I was like, now, why they got that in the video? Like, who made, like, who whose idea was it to have that stuff in the video? And mm. it's in a lot. These videos are saying a lot. Like, some people say, you know, don't, you know, don't listen to rap. But don't listen to it. Just turn down the volume. And actually focusing on the video and the videos, the right videos, not every single video, but a lot of videos has a lot of um, Egyptian sculptures, Egyptian deities in the video. So I don't know if they're calling on those forces to help bring in the money for the record company, but they're doing something. And, like, for instance, when I watched a Nelly get like me, and I'm just looking at the video, and I just can't believe it, how they got Egypt in the video, and they got, I mean, they had the pyramids, and they, they when you look at, when you see Pharrell in the video, him and Nelly, they're dancing inside of a DNA molecule. I mean, a lot of these videos are heavy-coated, so I wouldn't say don't listen to the, um, uh, the rap, especially by... Like the big artists, like the Jay Z and the Nellies, them artists. Some of their videos, you actually have to look at it, cause a lot of them are communicating through the video. So you gotta get past, you know, the girls in the video shaking their butt. You know, they really are communicating the message. But, but I would just tell people like, don't you know don't be um don't be so scared that you miss the message that they're trying to send you like you you got you got to look at it like even these movies and stuff a lot of the movies and the cartoons are conveying a message it's up to you to get the message it doesn't matter how it's being conveyed it might not be conveyed in the setting or the way you like it but the message is still being conveyed so but getting back to the boss mat when you see when you see a lot of celebrities um music uh even um actors uh, even uh, even um music movies and entertainment in general you see them throwing up that ghost sign that's the boss mat they all they automatically worshiping Armin, which was a man of color so when they try to tell you oh you black you ain't nothing you know, even the white celebrities, they throw up that they throw up that ghost sign, you worship an almond. Almond was a black man. So we so bad, then why are you worshiping almond? You know, but at the same time, you're not supposed to worship him. 
I mean, you can give reverence and thanks for what he did, the good he did. But also you have to look at it's two sides of everybody. They got good and they got bad. So you got to look at both. So, I mean, they basically using our stuff and using us with our stuff against us. That's what I got from it. And they scared us out of it. Because when we see the boss of Matt, we'll be like, oh, my goodness. Like, that's the devil worship and not knowing. You got to know the history of it. Like, is that really devil worship? What are they really doing? Like, you know, and if it is evil, you want to know the backstory of it or at least want to try to begin to know the backstory of it. Because they communicate a lot through um, symbols. But... The gold of Mandy is also the gold of um the gold of Pan. It's the same thing, and the star on the forehead that's the star of David. And for all the Hebrew Israelites who say we don't like Africans, we don't like Egyptians, it was Moses, it was the Egyptian, and Amen, Egyptian. So when you're saying you don't like you don't like Egyptians and Africans, they all through your Bible. But they always manage to skip. Don't read. They don't read those scriptures. They don't read those passages. You know, they say we hate Africa and Africa is this, and we hate Egypt and why y'all dwelling on Kemet? Well, it's all through. It's all through the Bible. So now I think, are you purposely not? Are you, it, it has to be on purpose because them Hebrew Israelites they know the scriptures. They can quote, quote the scriptures on the back of their hand. So I know you ran across these names that I read today, like um, Massa and Almond. I know you had to question it. And they know this book better than me. I'm just, I just happen to, you know, do a little research. I can imagine if I was um, on it all the time, like the like the Hebrew Israelite groups are. I mean, they do this. This is what they do 24-7. So... Um, but yeah, but, um, what else? Let me see if I can find my notes on the boss mat. Hold on. Because they got, they got us scared (laughs) of our own stuff. Well, they just using all the Egyptian symbols and everything. They're doing all our rituals to benefit them, and we scared to death of it. Okay. And we also got about Honduras and the Midians uh, coming up. You said what else? Uh, in the notes about Honduras, 
in the okay, movie. Okay, hold on. That's probably in my other book. Take a job. Okay, and a black, black woman called Pandora, okay. too. I'm just let me go. Okay, now let me see. In the Pandora and the Honduras connection. Take your time. Okay, when you look at the word itself, Honduras, you can clearly see Ur right in Honduras. Like the Ur of Chaldees, that's that's um where Abraham where Abraham is from. So immediately I automatically start thinking about Lefti and how she died and she was in Honduras and that's where she met um Doctor Sabi. But um hold on. Okay, I know. Let me go. Now, you said you want me to talk about what else? Well, the, um, we got Pandora is a coded secret term in the ancient okay. black histories about those black histories. Okay, Pandora. The discretion caused countless thousands of black men and women to be full the fall of the city of Pan in Honduras. It was much more than the fall of one city. The entire black world changed in a huge way because of what that black woman did with her box. Oh, yeah, that's pan. That's where they get um, Pandora's box from. But that is Malinchi. Okay. But it's, a, it's hard to find. Um, it's kind of yeah. hard because the stuff on her, like you told me, is in, um, is that French? French and Spanish. But French it's and also Spanish. In, um, I'm going to tell you where it is, where they hit it. Uh, you seen that movie Hellraiser with the with the with the man with the pins in his head, right? Hold on. Because in that movie Hellraiser, with the man with oh. the pins in his head, that's oh, the box said. they got. They got Pandora's box, and many things oh. are named after that. Even a jewelry store where I used to live at, and the queen used to work in a jewelry store. They got robbed, called Pandora's box. So in this movie Hellraiser. And people know about this movie Hellraiser. Um, mm-hmm. The whole thing is dealing with this box that they're trying to get, and 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 it's called Pandora's box. Uh huh. So they took that and made a lot of other other stuff out of that Pandora's box that seemed to be only evil, but never ever ever uh, rooted it out with this being a queen, the Moorish queen. Mm hmm. Okay, let me go to, because now I got, <laughs> I thought about something else. Okay, now, let me go while it's on my mind to talking about um, Murray Magdalene, because they say Murray Magdalene is a prostitute and everything. But they recanted that too, but a lot of people still think that Murray Magdalene was a prostitute. When actually Mary Magdalene was uh was was uh Jesus Christ, well not really Jesus, but Christ was his wife, but let me go. Two. Okay. Also in Brazil you have Magdalena River that's named after 
Marie Magdalene. Let me go to it. Hold on. Okay, that's in Columbia. They show, for her to be a prostitute, they sure got a lot of stuff named after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, okay, speaking on Murray Magdalene, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. They have the Magdalena River. They got the Magdalena Valley. Hold on. Let me do something. Cause that's, now that's in the Bible. Hold on. Let me find it. I think in the Bible they have it. Mag Magdale. Hold on. Okay, I can't find I can't find it right now in the Bible, but let me go to but it's there. I'm go to the Magdalena. Oh, it's all right. We know it's there. We know it's there. Magdalena. Valley. Magdalena Valley, South America. That would also be in uh, Portuguese. Let me add that in when I say uh, Spanish and French. Also in Portuguese, you will find this knowledge. It's also called Rio Magdalena or Rio Grande de la Mag, Mag Magdalena. Mm. That's the name of the river. And when you look at the river, the river looks just like a serpent. Indeed. Yeah. But that name is in the Bible. I have to find it. But let me go to Magdalena Valley. Okay, Magdalena Valley is in Colombia. Well, all this is right on that coast. It's right on the coast of Brazil. And these are all, are you talking about Colombia? We're talking about ancient Colima, ancient Kimbaya. Uh There's a list of pre-Columbian nations and civilizations there that are more than 10. There's a lot of them. So there's definitely a population there large enough 
way before 1 BC, way before 1492, to accommodate all of this and give them the ability to just lift it and take it over into the east. Okay, matter of fact, I found it in the Bible. Hold on. It's in Here Joshua. We go. In Joshua. Chapter 19, verse 38. We need y'all to apply this when you hear this and eliminate the belief, the insecurity of wondering, like Stevie, being blind, and open your eyes. If we don't have anything behind us, as the others do, as motivation to say what we say, except for only to bring facts to the table and complete the puzzle that the pieces have been taken away and hidden that everyone else argues with amongst each other. Put the puzzle together. Don't take a piece of the puzzle and argue with it and cancel out the other side. Cancel out the other piece. Because that's what they want you to do. That's what they want you to do. Okay, Joshua chapter 19, verse 38. And iron, and it's spelled, okay, it's spelled M-I-G-D-A-L, then it has a slash E-L, but that's Magdala. Mag, they have they have a spell like Migdal, Migdal-L, but it's, but it's um, Mag, it's Magdala. And on the map of South America, it is spelled... It's spelled, it's also spelled, because it, it depends on what map you have. It's spelled, on some maps it's spelled M-E-D-E-L-L-I-N. And if you Google um, Magdalene, um, let me see, Magdalene, Colombia, or Magdalene, Brazil, should pop right up. Let me do it. They be trying to throw you off with the spelling, but it's the same thing. Yep, pop right up. Okay. It's okay on Wikipedia spelled M. Yep, M E D E L L I N. Magdalene. Magdalene, that's in Antigua. Columbia. Hmm. Yep, right there. And also, you have to look at different. Um, you have to look at different maps because they change. They be changing the wording around, and so different maps you can get a better angle. With um, looking at different maps versus looking at one map and trying to get everything from one map. You have to look at different maps.
Yep, it's sitting right there. Yep, and it's in Joshua chapter. I say chapter chapter nineteen, verse thirty-eight. It has Magdal. Mhm. And any and and the Bible when you see Dan. The tribe of Dan, that's West Africa right there automatically. So, like, uh, Jordan, that's over here too. You, can see, you But you see the Dan right in the name. That's West Africa. Or the Dananites, that's West Africa. Mm. And Dan is a serpent. So... Um, the river you can see it's, it's doing just like a serpent. So and then Dan makes it mark. So wherever you want to know where the tribe of Dan was, they have a serpent. Isn't it a mound that's like in a in, in, like in a serpent? Is that Ohio? Um, Noble Torali Bay. Yes, yes. Where they have the serpent mound? Yes, they have they have that more in more than one place. Yes. Right. Wherever. Uh huh. Wherever you see that serpent like that, whether it's a river or a land like that, that's letting you know that the tribe of Dan was there. That's like their signature. Mm. This knowledge has been in front of y'all the whole time for misinterpreting to you. Those that are listening and have the Bible in front of them and have studied the Bible, this knowledge has been in front of you the whole time. But misinterpreted to you on purpose. To go along with Christopher Columbus and the story of people from the East just coming here after 1492 as slaves in the 1500s. This is all designed okay. for that, what, she, what she's tearing down right now. So that's false. This is the reality before the read. Okay, it says Magdalene Antiqua. Now, Antiqua, Antiqua is really Antioch, and that's in the Bible, too. Okay, hold on. Now... Magdalene is also in I'm gonna give you some different names. It's also it's also in Matthew fifteen thirty nine. Cause Joshua nineteen thirty eight, okay, that's old testament. I'm gonna give you some from the New Testament. Cause a lot of people say I don't believe in the Old Testament. Uh, so I'm gonna give you some New Testament. And it's real strange how we go by the New Testament that teaches us to, and we're promoted to follow the New Testament that teaches us to turn our other cheek 
and get our ass beat by the people who still follow the Old Testament that are falsely called white who are eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. Funny how they don't teach us to be eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth, but they teach us to turn the other cheek and love our enemies. As they learn to hit back with all deliberate speed, anything that hits them. Okay, Matthew, this is the New Testament, Matthew chapter fit chapter fifteen, verse thirty nine. And he and he sent ship and hold on. And he sent away with with the multitude and took ships and came into the coast of Mag of Magdala. That's Matthew fifteen, chapter thirty nine. Now let's go to Luke. That's another New Testament book. Luke 8, Luke chapter 8, verse 2. Let me see. Okay, that's that's saying Murray called Magdalene. Okay. That's all that's saying in Luke eight two. Murray was called Magdalene. okay. Look at something else. Mark sixteen and nine. Oh, just saying, Mary Magdalene, that's her name. Mark 16, verse 9. Now when Jesus was risen early, the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, of whom he had cast seven devils. Okay, that's just showing her name. Okay, but and you see in Joshua chapter 19, verse 38, it says Magdala. Because that's where um, Mary was actually from. That's where Mary was from. Um she was from um Magdala. Mm. Which as you can see is in Colombia. That's why her name was Murray Mag Murray Magdalene or Murray Magdalene. That's right. Let me look at something. We can also look it up. Um, La Magdina Lagoon. And this will be available for download in another 60 minutes. After we complete. So, 
He didn't miss anything. And he'd be able to pass this on and bring everybody around to listen to this. You also got Rio. I oh, know that's in Spanish. Rio Magdalena. Hold on. Sometimes you have to try a couple of these names through the search engine. Just try them different ways. Into Google. And those of you who speak Espanol and, and, and French especially need to go into this because there may be more information in your languages than in English. Because we even have to translate French and Spanish to come up with the knowledge that we have here. So we encourage y'all especially to go in and translate what we're saying into this and then convey this in your language to the people that you know that's also being misled about the information to follow and believe and not know. Follow is far low. And the Magdalena River was also called the Puma River. Puma. And y'all know what Puma is. Puma relates to a uh, a Florida panther, for example, like a mountain lion. That's a cat. You see sneakers named Puma. So this is very interesting. If this Puma is from the east, and excuse me, the Puma is from the west. Also, the llamas. When you look at um Peru and stuff, it's called you have llama Peru. The llamas were only in um. Peru, like for instance, when have you, have you ever watched the, the movie uh, Troy? Yes. They have they have llamas in the movie. Mm. Okay. They let you know that Troy that too happened here. Mm. And I mean, you can look that right up on YouTube. It it take it so you right in the clip and the llama running by. Now what are they gonna say about that? Oh. We got that shipped in, though. Like, how you how you going? Like, you can't even explain that out. You know, you can't even explain around that. That's right. Unless That's you can right. try to say, well, we we took the llama from order to get this thing. Like, it don't even make sense if you say we took the llama from America and we used it over there. Like, that don't even make sense. Yeah, and it's right in the movie Troy. Like every when you like, that's a, just another way, so we can now know our history. Like they don't have, I finally figured out they don't have no history. That's what I can never understand. Growing up, why that? Because I'm from DC. DC, we have a lot of, like um, museum. Like I actually saw the um, I saw the stone heads, the the Aztec heads. I saw that at the Smithsonian. When um when they first came to DC, when I was I think I was in high school, I was in Virginia High or high school, and I always wondered why like why are white people always into these museums and stuff? I'm like I couldn't understand it, and even and even um they I always wonder why like why are they so into our stuff? It, you can clearly see it has nothing to do with them. Like, um, especially the the Egypt thing, the Egyptians, like, they be in packs to go see, even though they over there, majority. Yeah. 
they being packed to learn about Egypt, to learn that stuff. And you'd be like, but well, you can clearly see that that that's not y'all. Why why you so want to know about ancient Egypt? But you don't like black people. You can clearly see that those people were people of color. Like you can see you're not like why why you you know studying it so hard? Why you want to know about it so hard for? So yeah. they don't have no history. Even the Greeks, everything they told us, everything they told us about oh you know the Greeks white. Once you, like, black people don't want to learn for people of color. Let me stop saying black. Don't want to know about Greek Greek, Greek or Greece or none of that stuff because they think that that's white people, but it's not. They have, they have basically took all our stuff and tried to pass some of the stuff that they couldn't, um, I mean, they basically took all our stuff and whitewashed it. I mean, all of it. Like, I mean, everything, like even the the, the ancient Greeks were uh, were of color. But they'll show you that they're uh, white, that they're homosexual, and they're statues. But they know that those people are of color. Like, they don't even have no history because, I mean, everybody, uh, Plato of color, um, uh, who else, Homer, everybody who they try to pass off and put up as white statues is white. We're actually people of color. That's right. So, and that's why a lot of that's why a lot of um that's why a lot of um uh people of color don't want to um read. They don't want to read about Shakespeare. They don't want to read about Plato. They don't want to read about Homer. They they think that it's not them. They think that it's actual white people, and it's not. And that's just another way to keep the history hidden. So you won't be interested because once I show you this white image, you're going to automatically assume, oh, that's about white people. And it's not. That's right. So that's you cannot right. be afraid to go and to read no book. It don't matter if it's the Bible. It don't matter if it's the Quran. It don't matter if it's talking about the Greeks and it's showing everybody in there is white. You know they, they, they're not white. Even though the pictures in the book say that. Even though the statues say that. They're not. You cannot be afraid to go and research and study stuff that's outside of your comfort zone. Because that's when you're going to find out about a whole bunch of stuff that that you wouldn't, um, you would have never known. That's right. They took all the good knowledge and trying to flush it away. And um, we've shown and proved, I'm just saying, that they have taken colors and switched them around and fooled people into thinking you're all Europeans and everything that they was talking about. Even back to the Bible when it was being taught of Adam being Caucasian and us only coming on the planet after Ham was cursed uh, for looking at his his father naked. So Queen is 100% with that. That's right. Yeah, that's now, they always keep saying that, uh, uh, like, in Plato's account, they say, well, um, you know, Atlantis ain't really, you know, you know, that that's a myth. 
Well, they already every time I see a Bermuda um a Bermuda commercial, they clearly say right in that commercial, Atlantis and they say it loud. This is Atlantis and they're telling you right in the Bermuda uh I mean not the the Bahamas commercial that this is Atlantis and they're telling you right in the commercial. But they'll still have, you know, on record that Atlantis is a myth. That's right. We got Atlanta. Right, you got Atlanta. Mm -hmm. What did you tell me me about that word? You had in the notes that uh, in ancient times, a myth was an accurate account. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay, with um, with the myth, the ancient definition of myth is an actual account. Like, let me go to it. Because that's another way for them to hide it, too. Because they hide through the definitions and stuff, and then they'll make up their definition of what they want the word to mean. And you just go along, oh, it must mean this, but no, you got to go all the way back. I hate to say it, you got to go all the way back to ancient Egypt to find out what the word really um, means. <laughs> okay, for instance, let's go to, um, I'm sorry, what, um, what else you were saying, um, Nobel Tar- um, Terrell? Oh, that was it. Continue. Okay, um, like for instance, because... Um, hold on. Like, for instance, like Copan. Now, they'll say pan, and that's a myth. That's not real. But co just means land of. So, if I see the city Copan, that's land of pan right there. But they'll say it's a myth. And even Maya, Maya was... I posted to my Facebook. It's really Maya, Maya Pan. And you can Google it. It pops right up. So they know that Pan is real. Yeah, and before you, before you go briefly, I'll give them a quick one on Pan and dealing with the um, Ohashi and and how Pan was ancient and how they try to hide it and take it to Europe and have us not know that Pan existed in the West. Oh, well, I talked about Pan and the and and the Waspy, but um, hold on, hold on, and because see, I like having the stuff right in front of me. Okay, it was called Wagapan. Mm. Mhm. Destruction of Pan, Mu Atlantis. It's videos on uh people want to they can look at some uh videos on YouTube 
um, let me go to the exact video that connects you right to the boss. It, now it's a it's a whole lot of videos that you'll get lost. You won't get accurate information on it. But the video I um use. Hold on. The pan is it um it has sunken. It was sunk. How do y'all know about Peter Pan and the God Pan and all of that? Pedophile Pan. But that's where they took that from. And once again, they'll take something and start it over and eliminate where it came from and make it into something totally evil. But Pan was in the was in the West. There's a queen that's actually giving us knowledge about that. Yeah, Copan. You have, uh huh. You have Copan, then you have Panama, then you have Mayapan. Mm. And you can Google it; it'll come right up. Um, okay, then on YouTube you can put in, or you can Google it, and then the submerged continent of Pan slash Pangea slash Lemuria slash Mu. And the guy in the video, he goes right to the scripture and the waspy where it talks about Pan in detail. Because some people say, well, the waspy is not real. But it's very real. Let me see if I can go, go to it. Let me see if I can read something from it. The Wasby, that book is like a thousand, thousand pages long. Let's see if I can go right to it. Okay, Queen. Mm-hmm. They try to cut my connection off, but you still recording. Just keep going. Okay. Let's see. And... Okay, the Book of Earth, Lost Land of the West. And you can look at um, a waspy in a sacred text. And right at the title, I'm looking at it says Lost Land of the West. Now, um, Nobel Tori Ali Bay, you were saying they were saying Pan wasn't in the West? Yeah, well, you have Peter Pan. Uh-huh. And then they, cre- they created this god named Pan that was like a pedophile god. You know, oh. and from that pedophile guy, we got Peter Pan. But they had this as some Greek god or some god from the east, you know, right above Africa. Uh, that's the only thing we learned about Pan. Okay. 
and it was made into something evil. Okay. Lost Land of the West. Well, there is another Oscar tradition of a fifth um, catastrophe which seems to have antedated the sinking of Atlantis. This concerns another lost continent in the Pacific Ocean, a a great catastrophe in the western waters. Old records are riddled with allusions to to vanished lands and people of the West. Old Aztec and Mayan. Old Aztec and Mayan records, that is, the Asiatic records speak of the vanished lands and peoples of the East. This old tradition appeared first in modern times through the assumption of scatter and Englishmen seeking for some, most links, that long, long ago a great southern continent lay stretched about the South Pole very much as the continental land today surrounds the Arctic zone. He named this continent Lemuria to fix more firmly thereby his... I don't go into all that. Let me go to the Aspen text. You still with us, Queen? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm just um trying to find, trying to find it. As you'll see, a lot of knowledge has been hidden. Okay. When it comes to pan, this pan in the West is the original pan. Not like the God that they created that sacrifices children. These scriptures have value. Don't throw your Bible away. And they certainly tried to make anything that we read 
away from the original source that it came from, which was us. And remember, we didn't originally read English either. We gave English to them to raise and govern themselves. And they took it and switched it around and used it like a church to put us down. Okay, that's the Lord's first book, chapter 2. We're going to mute ourselves for a second because the queen still has the voice. We have to take care of some technicalities over here. The queen is still on. We're just going to mute ourselves for one second, but not the queen. Okay, a waspy. Go to Lord's first book, chapter two. Where it goes, where it talks about pain. Go. Indeed. Okay, still trying to find it. Take your time, Queen. Take your time. Because this knowledge right here, people are still studying, looking at the other scriptures. This is going to take y'all a while because of the psychology that's put with this. Just getting people to you know, uh, investigate this is hard enough. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about that. Take your time. We're just trying to get it on the record. Okay. Uh, it, what we're doing now is, is perfect. Um, you're being also invited. You'll be invited to authentic media, and people will be asking you questions more. And so we're just getting everything on the record right now. Because they already heard about other circles have heard about your your um your knowledge and your classes, so you will be getting invites to other other um venues. I don't know why this is not. I mean, I'm just gonna have to do it like this.
We move now again. The queen is certainly on. Take your time, queen. Lois first book. Hope I'm in the right book. Hold on. Act two. Okay, um, this is the Waspy Lords. This is the book, Lords First Book, Chapter Two, in the Waspy. Okay, Chapter Two, Verse Four, where it starts. I'm gonna start reading. Well, I start Chapter Two. Behold, I saw that my chosen had been exterminated, in all and on all the divisions of the earth, save Pan, and I saw that they had. And I saw that they have, who had been their destroyers, had in turn nearly exterminated one another. Verse 5, And I saw that to bring the remnants of my people hither, they could again reestablish themselves and become the seed of a mighty people. Verse 6, But as for the land of Wagapan, it was already in the throes of death. i stop. Let me and the dirks and the dirt and the drugs have become a festering sore, and the spirits of the dead, tens of thousands of millions of them, when I quit their hold on mortals while whilest life was on the earth. Verse seven. And I sent my angels around about the whole earth, and gathered and the spirits of darkness, gathered them into the land of Wagga. Verse eight. And when my work was in readiness, I raised up my hand as a surgeon that would lop off at a diseased limb. And I cleft asunder the continent of Pan and sunk it beneath the waters. Verse 9, And my angels conducted my chosen out of that land, and now one of them perished. Verse 10, and I said unto the guardian angels, whom I have given to man, and the lands whether I will take my people, let them build mounds and walled cities with ladders to enter, after the manner of the ancients. And in all the divisions of the world, alike and alike, shall they build. Verse 11, for in time of Cosmos, their relics shall be testimony that the Ahim forerun the Ahuan the copper-colored race in all the world. Verse 12, 
So also will I, the Lord, provide in the cosmic era to discover the sunken land of Waga, that mortals may comprehend the magnitude of the work of the Lord. And the cosmic era is this time. I mean, is this is 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 right now? Is this era? So even though Waspy is saying that that land would be discovered and that people will know about this land. Okay. I'm going to cut it off right there. Let me see if it's some more. <sighs> okay, let me. Oh, indeed. That's a wrap. You got to high speed in there. And a lot of people don't know about that either from your past yeah. classes, but this all adds up. Yeah, and you see how I say it's copper colored? Yes. <laughs> and it also says during this time we would learn about uh, Pan or Wagapan. And then, you know, in South America we have Copan and Mayapan and Panama. So you got the uh you got the waspy, you got the history, and you got the Bible. Hold on. Did I do pan? No, I ain't do pan from the Bible. I'm pretty sure if I really search I could find it. But you got the waspy and you got the history. No doubt. Give them three hard three hard hours. Okay, let me see. Um, Okay, oh, I know another thing. Something else people need to look at, too. Okay. Now, they also will say that, uh, hold on, make sure I got this right. They also have some tablets. It's called the Madrid Codex or the Maya Codex. Hold on. And it's all the way over... And this is in a British museum. Oh, that's called the Madrid Codex or Pan Codex. So if Pan is so fake, then why do you have a Pan Codex in a British museum? Matter of fact, let me Google that up.
Maya Dread. So it's the um it's it's Pan's Codex. And when you go, you read the origin of it. They got it from the the Yucatan Peninsula. But in order for you to see it, you have to go all the way. And they have a copy on display, so that's not even a that's not even an original. Because they're so afraid somebody would try to take it. But that museum is all the way in. British, hold on, it's in, oh no, I'm sorry, it's in Madrid, Spain. Yep, it's in Madrid, Spain. It says Museum of the Americas. And when I look this up, it says, let me read it, the Museum of America is a national museum that holds artistic, archaeological and ethnographic or ethnographic collections from the whole American continent ranging from the paleo paleo paleothic or paleothic period to the present day. So they have a museum all the way over in Madrid, Spain that's holding the that's holding the collection, the whole collection from the American continent, the archaeological and ethnographic collection from the whole American continent is over in Madrid, Spain. So, it's called Museo de America. Now, why would they have America's collection all the way over in Madrid, Spain, in the museum? From the whole American continent. To have a hidden connection. Hmm? To hide the hidden connection. Because <laughs> um, some crazy, crazy knowledge, like, with after 1492, a lot of the Moors, they didn't go back down south. They came back over here because this is where a lot of them came from. So everything that you're conveying today is going to fall back in place and tie up all the loose ends because that's what they did on purpose to lie about the East, and all the lies of the East are going to fall in Crystal City. That's what's going on. Yep. Uh, let me see what else.
Madrid, Spain, mm-hmm. had artifacts from America. So we yeah, know that's something they write. Yeah, the entire continent of America. Mm. And I wonder what it takes <laughs> to get in there, if they let you in. That's right. And amazingly, the last language that was spoke here was English. So it's real funny how everything is hidden in the same language, and that's the last language that was spoke here, because even Spanish and Catalan and Latin was here before English. So this is a good effort on the part of people that are assigned to do this to keep all right and exact knowledge out of the heads of the people so they can fall low into something else, into belief, into the insecurity of belief. We had to eliminate that. Queens have to know what they're teaching their children and they're tired of the insecurity of belief. And then their children getting older and coming back and giving back facts to kill the belief. So now mothers want the facts to begin with. They want the degrees to begin with. They don't want belief. Yeah, hold on. Um, let me see. Let's go to Psalms chapter 7. Of course, we're looking to get a hold of the original text, but we want to inform the people that the Latin language was spoken here. And upon the so-called Columbus arriving, this is the language that he had to speak to us when he got here, because this is the language that we spoke for international trade. And uh, we spoke Latin here when they got here. We spoke Latin before they got here. And um, that's one of the reasons we couldn't be ruled. We were killed and eaten by by cannibals. And that's what they were. They were cannibals. And they made Indian steaks and took body parts and sold them abroad, sold them within the country just like they sell cow meat right now. So the text that was in Latin they have been translated also from the West. And that's what we're looking at now. Because the 
Cherokee and the Dakota Sioux. They had the book. They didn't call it the Bible, but they had what was called the book. It was matriarchal, but it seems so much the same as the book that they say comes from the East called King James, that we're going to come to the conclusion that this even was translated from the West to the East as part of the whole cover-up of scheme of things to promote color in Negroes and the slaves of Jesus. Remember, when you talk to the Moors, you're going to hear that on the slave ship, Jesus came Moors and Turks, not Negroes, and that Negroes came on the Mayflower. Yes, but that's not taught in school. Because school in Latin means hell. Okay, let me look at this scripture right here. First Kings. Getting back to Almond. That's another scripture that popped up. Showing him as an actual. We're not showing him, but saying he's an actual person. Go to First Kings. On the technical side, we're going to mute her for a second. The queen is still here. Queen, whenever uh, you're con- you're um, complete with the class, just let me know, and we will proceed to uh, to end, end the recording. I'm going to be moved for 10 minutes. First Kings chapter 1. Okay, First Kings chapter one, verse verse thirty six. This speaking on Amen. And Benaiah the son of and Benaiah the son of Jeho, Jehoiada answered the king and said, Amen, the Lord God is my Lord, and king say so too. And verse thirty seven, as the Lord has been with my Lord the king, even so be with even so, even so, be he with Solomon and make his throne greater than the throne of my Lord, King David. That's just another scripture right there showing Amen as a flesh and blood person. Not a myth. Hold on. That's in First Kings chapter 1, verse 30.
Okay, let me see what else. That's pretty. I'll make sure. Well, that's pretty much it for me right now. Let me see if I got anything else. Yep, that's pretty much it. Um, just waiting for Nobel Torah Ali Bay to come back on. But that's pretty much it so far. Um, going over Amen, the King James, using the King James Version Bible showing the um, ancient cities in the Americas. Um, talking about the the Baphomet, and what else was I going over? The Baphomet. Let's see. We talked about Amen. Talked about the ancient cities um, of the Bible, where the whole Bible um, being taking place right in the Americas. Um, and showing the lands and stuff. So that's um, pretty much it for right now. I'm just waiting on Nobel to our Ali Bay to come back in on the call so he can close out. Hold on, let me see. Indeed, Queen. Are you complete? Okay, I think I, I can recall something else. <laughs>
Okay. Mm-mm. Let me go to First Samuel chapter five, verse two. And in here it talks about um, Dagon, but it's really the Dogon of Mali. Let me go to it. Three eighty six. Verse chapter five. Verse two. Okay. First time chapter five, verse two. Um, when the Philistines took the ark of God, they bore it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. So that's Dagon. Again, you see Molly right in the King James Version Bible. First Samuel chapter 5, verse 2. That's the Dagon of Molly. And it's the Ark of God. And the um the the um the Philistines are actually the Falanis. So the Falani had the Ark of God. And that's first Samuel chapter five, verse two. And you can continue on reading, reading and reading. But that's Molly right there. And it's also the Fulani at the same time. And if you look over at chapter 4 of Samuel, first Samuel chapter 4, you see Eli right there. So when you hear Christ and he's crying out for Eli and you couldn't find that person before, it's right there. And in a movie, in the book of Eli, with Denzel Washington, he's right there in Samuel. It actually starts, Eli actually starts off in First Samuel chapter 2, verse 12, look like, when it's talking about his sons. No, start at Samuel chapter 1, verse 14, and it, but that's Eli. You was looking for Eli. He's right there in Samuel. First Samuel. But the day gone is in uh first Samuel chapter five verse two. And you can continue on reading about the day gone through the whole chapter five through six in the ark, the ark of God. 
No, but um, sorry, Ali Bay, are you still there? Okay, I'm done for right now. <laughs> Thank you so much. And Shaquan, we appreciate that. We is going in three and a half hours, hard for We want to say Shaquan to the queen. She'll be back. Also, we'll be inviting her on other shows, so we want y'all to get ready to have your... Um, Mind elevated by this knowledge, wisdom, understanding. From optimist to this, and again, Janice McDade, time to chase. No doubt. Okay. Now, I'm over to Riley Bay, and we're going to sign off now. But we will soon be back. And this has been a very elevating day. And once again, we want to thank, thank you a million times, Tanya, because this okay. knowledge has been hidden from everybody. And you have. You've been chosen by the ancestors to bring it back to us in the right and exact manner. So with that, we're going to say peace in his arms, all protection to the people, and peace to the queen especially for coming okay. on and giving us all this knowledge. Thank you so much, my queen. Okay, peace thank you for arms. having me. Indeed. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.